welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. Thank you for being here, especially if you are a first-time listener. Welcome, welcome aboard and I hope that you keep listening and uh, we get to connect somewhere in the future. So today's episode is a quick one about the best bit of advice that I think I've ever received. Now this was a bit of a tricky one because I wanted to cover this topic but then I kept thinking about, ooh, how do I decide which was the best bit of advice? And ultimately I landed on this one because... You know, I think we often get bombarded with information and opinions that come from all sides and it can be really easy to get caught up in, you know, being pulled from pillar to post with what lots of different people think you should be doing and how to do it and all that kind of thing. And when I was reflecting on this as a question, this particular piece of advice really stood out because it was different in one way in that it's not and wasn't telling me what to do. It was more broadly applicable than even just the situation that it was given in. And I don't know whether the person that said it to me actually realised that or if it's just what I made it out to be. But for me, it has become really broadly applicable in lots of different situations And I guess that's probably a big part of what I like about it is that it's kind of enduring in some ways and it has informed a lot of what I have done in my professional life and kind of become a little bit of a a foundation, if you like, of how I try to approach things. So the background for you is that when this advice was given to me was back in my early radio days and I was working at a station that was called PMFM, or it might have rebranded by then to be 92.9, but anyway, one of those, the same station just rebranded. And I think I was preparing for a salary negotiation. And I was pretty young in my career and hadn't had a lot of experience with having to negotiate for myself. And I, I think I was quite nervous about it. I knew that I wanted to ask for more money, and I actually really think that I knew that I deserved more money but I just was not feeling confident about how to go about asking for it. It was really unfamiliar and I had a conversation with one of the on-air announcers and uh, his name was Jason and I won't talk about his surname because that's not relevant. Anyway, uh, he is the guy who said this quote to me And honestly, I remember at the time it was fantastic because it really helped me in the moment and in the lead up to having that negotiation. And as I said, it has stayed with me ever since then. So that's probably, I don't know, 20 years ago or something now. Amazing. So what he said and the best piece of advice I think I have ever received 
is you are the most important project you will ever work on. That's what he said. And I'm sure he said lots of other things as well, but that's the bit that really stayed with me. And it was particularly relevant for me because in that moment, in that time, and in fact, for many, many years after that, I was a full-on workaholic and I loved working. I really loved the environment of the workplace. I was working in a really creative environment and I loved to throw myself in and do a good job and be busy and anticipate what people would need and always be ahead of the game. And you know that was the striving kind of zone that I was in. And I think that's where this project reference really stood out to me about, well, I spend all this time and energy focusing on these various different projects that are coming my way through work. But am I spending the same amount of time, effort, energy, focus on working on and developing and being myself? And so I guess being in that zone of someone whose role was very much project-based, I think it really resonated for me and I wanted to consider how am I making myself the most important project that I will ever work on and I think anyone who is a worker a workaholic if you're still in the workaholic zone and I am definitely having to acknowledge that that is my zone I love being busy I love working on things and and that's not necessarily always a bad thing And I have to make effort to not work all the time because I enjoy what I do. It would be quite easy for me to fill up many, many uh, days off and nights off doing work things because I enjoy it. And so I, I am glad that I've sort of remembered this piece of advice as a way for me to kind of go, okay, how do I snap out of the work project mode? Because I'm always in project mode. So much so, I'll go to my friend's place and one of the first things I'll normally say is, great, give me a project to do. What can I do? How can I help? It just seems to be my default language. that I literally, I use that word, what's a project? Give me a project. Even if it applies to making a salad or you know, getting, putting some drinks in the fridge or whatever. It seems to be my language which links to helping others. And I think maybe that's part of what's interesting about this is how am I directing time and energy, focus and care to myself instead of being so caught up in the busyness of serving others instead of serving myself and remembering to balance that out, that as the most important project I will ever work on, I need to be given a certain amount of airtime as well as snapping myself out of being always in the doing mode. And this piece of advice is less about what to do and a reminder about what to be and how to approach who I want to be. I think I use it as a way of prioritizing some self-care 
and to remind myself that this life is one big project made up of sub projects and that it's a marathon not a sprint so it's important for me to nurture myself and to operate treating myself as the most important project in that life that I'm having that I am actually the source of my life and my results and so I think for me that it allows me to question the approach that I'm taking and to be open and curious about if I keep that top of mind does it change the approach that I take the attention that I give myself and the level of care that I give along the way and I found this quote the other day that seems appropriate which is you are very powerful provided you know how powerful you are and it was by someone called Yogi Bhajan I have no idea who that is but I really liked the quote you are very powerful provided you know how powerful you are And so this is the reminder for you in today's episode that you are the most important project you will ever work on. So if you're someone who gets caught up in work life or even home life and other projects, so things that are happening at home, whether it's renovating or we've got friends that have just sold their house and that was a project and so it took a lot of time and effort and energy to be sprucing their house up and meeting with the agent and you know doing deals and conversations and so that's a little project and amongst and behind all of that is the ultimate project of who are you being through all of this and is that being the dominant project is it getting the airtime that it deserves so my invitation for you out of today's quick episode is for you to consider project you What are the outcomes that you want from Project You? And what's important to you about how you get those outcomes? Because you could set some goals and some outcomes that you want, that you think define success, and that's great. And there will also be things that are important to you that don't get compromised even in the pursuit of that outcome. So what is it that's important to you about how you get there, how you achieve them? And lastly, the question of what or who do you need to support you along the way? Because in every project, there are people that play different roles and you as the project manager of Project You don't have to do everything on your own. And so maybe it's about considering how are you getting the support that you need are you asking for the support that you need do you even recognize that you do need support along the way so that's the invitation out of today's episode or this week's episode if you're the most important project that you will ever work on how will that influence how you approach the rest of your week will it influence it I don't know I found it really powerful advice for me but what do you think What comes up for you when you think about that? How could it be applicable for you? How might it help you prioritise differently how you're approaching your level of self-care? 
in this one crazy, mad, busy life that we lead. That's it. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.